presented by the Citizens. All right, good morning to you. Welcome to another episode of the Brian's World Live Podcast. Episode 158, to be to the exact. I'm your host, Brian James, author and radio host here on the East Coast. And today, we're going to travel down to Atlanta, link up with the big homie, Ziggy For Real, who actually is having a, a, a big weekend this weekend, getting ready for um, the release of his album, self-titled album, uh, dropping on June the 7th. And he's here today to share his story about life in Atlanta, but also a very intriguing perspective about the power of music, one that you probably haven't heard too often. Also, I love that he's a family man, leading his wife and kids into a future of generational wealth. That's his goal. It's the weekend, baby, so it's raw and uncut, you know? No edits, no skips or nothing. So if you feel like learning something, sit back, relax, and let's cut this blue light on, baby. It's 2 a.m. It's Brian's World. We're the most different right here. Two and two in the morning. 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 What's the four words to describe yourself? I'm gonna give you humble. Mm. I'm gonna give you loyal. I'm gonna give you dynamic. And I'm gonna give you versatile. Yes. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Now, let me ask you something. Have you ever, do you feel like you've ever been penalized for your humility? Mm, no. Mm. But uh, a lot of that is because I don't pay attention to opinions ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh, okay. I never do. Never. And it, it has a lot to do with how I, I was raised. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> my dad was in the military. Mm. So, if I wave too much to get somebody attention, you know what I'm saying? He's like, you don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So as far as that goes, it just made me develop that shell to opinion because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You ain't wrong for your opinion. You feel what I'm saying? And that started as a kid for you. Kid. Wow. Kid. Yeah, that's a blessing, a bro. That's a blessing because that means that you just grew up like learning to just be being your own your own wave in your own lane and just kind of tap into who you really are you know what i mean yeah but i wouldn't lie to you and say that i didn't still have those moments that or still didn't do what he didn't say he told me not to do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i still tried it <laughs> you know what i'm saying but at the end of the day i started developing it, developing that shell because i realized that people are like how my dad said you know, mm-hmm. so obviously he right somewhere and would you say that, that so basically those moments where you still saw yourself kind of waving people down or whatnot, that was you still trying to fit in in your own special way? Oh, most definitely. Because it yeah. was kind of hard. It was harder for me. I was a, I was a, I was a little fat kid, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. a little fat kid. People don't, you, you know, when you're young, fat glass, you ain't him, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I hate how that yeah. happens too, man. Like, we were just talking about it last night on um, on, on the uh, on another episode, just just bullying in general. It's just like, you really think yeah. about it, it's really dumb. <laughs> and it really starts from the sandbox. But, um, yeah, it's crazy, man. And, you know, I, I actually get, like, now that you've, you know, shared that with me, like, I get that sense from you, bro, that, like, you are literally... Like you good, you know, you know who you are yeah. and and you enjoy yourself. You enjoy life and I feel like you enjoy your purpose and, and your journey. So it all makes sense, bro. It really does. Um, And I appreciate you sharing uh, with me about your dad as well, because it's funny, like it, it I, I hear that so often, you know, people coming from a military family and just kind of how, you know, 
those, those I guess those ideals or how that lifestyle like just shaped you into the man you are today. Um, right. I think it's dope. I think it's dope. But, uh, you know, speaking of your dad and, you know, of your family in general, you know, let's take it to Atlanta. Like you're from Atlanta, correct? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Born definitely. Man, what's life like <laughs> down there, bro? Uh, you want the real one or the fake one? <laughs> nah, nah, like, like I want, I want the real, <clears throat> the nitty gritty. You know, and then we're gonna talk about the things that you got to face day to day to, you know, just to, you know, get get to where you are now. But yeah, just the nitty gritty, bro. All right, so I grew up on the west side of Atlanta. Okay, you know that's more like the most vicious part of the, of Atlanta. You know what I mean, like. Mm. It, the, the south side pretty nasty. The east side pretty nasty. The north side is beautiful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but the west side, oh my lord! You know what I'm saying? Now, now but up, up in the let me ask mm -hmm. you something real quick, real quick. It this might sound like a dumb question, but where is the Greyhound station in in Atlanta? What side of town is that? Well, it's actually downtown. Okay, so it's okay. Got you, got you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's downtown. It'll still be considered the west side because mm -hmm. the west side is closer to it mm -hmm. but it's downtown okay i got you i got you right. my bad bro yeah i, I had just no, spent a couple good, hours good. there like a couple <laughs> maybe two years ago and man bro i ain't gonna lie the that worst. was a, that was a whole nother side of atlanta bro and i've been to atlanta yeah, plenty worst. of times and i got uh, my uncle lives in stone mountains so i know they ain't that's nowhere near like <laughs> no, that's the east side too though okay. it, it's it's deeper east but it's it's still kind of rough Oh wow! So, yeah, yeah. It, it it depends on the little areas in Stone Mountain. You, it's a lot of good stuff in Stone Mountain, but mm -hmm. they got the areas. You know, that's everywhere got its hood. Yeah, bro. Uh, being at that bus stop, got hood. being at that bus station, I was just thinking about life, bro. I was like, wow. Like, <laughs> I need, I need oh to yeah, stay you outside. gonna see a whole bunch of anything right there? You yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so you but, you uh, grew up on the west side. Yeah, I grew up on the west side. So coming up in uh, in a. In, in Atlanta when I was coming up because I'm I'm turning 28 in June 7th. Okay. Know? Happy early so birthday. I, <clears throat> appreciate it. Appreciate it. But uh, when I was growing up, you know, things was a lot different. A lot of things you see now, like I'm not saying it's a tourist state now. Mm -hmm. When I was growing up, it wasn't a tourist state. It was us. Mm. And you had your OGs, you know, out there. And they're going to show you, you know, what you're not supposed to see, but they're going to teach you something. You know what I'm saying? They're not just putting you out there. They just understanding, like, this is life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if you was that guy that did good in school, they encourage you to do that. You feel what I'm saying? If you was that guy that played good sports, they put the money behind you to do that. Mm -hmm. So it was like that. But they had zero tolerance for anything that was <laughs> not us. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... Growing up on Wednesday, it, it, it teaches you a lot of stuff early. You're going to see a lot of stuff young. It yeah. doesn't matter, man. Like, like uh, Diamond and Meter, my, my, my baby mother is from Baltimore. You know what oh, that? word. That's what's up. That's where yeah. I'm at. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah so I know she, she know about the rough stuff, too. Yeah. But it's, Atlanta it's, is, is it's, a, it's, it's just more space. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, you won't know about that that situation for another month down the road because you can go check new cornfields. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So, yeah, growing up, it, it's, it's hard, but you just learn how to cope and gather information and become who you need to become to get out of it because if you don't become something at all, you're going to get caught you're up. You're going to get warped in. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Like, mm -hmm. whether it be 
falling under pressure because there's two types of people. You got one, you know, people who take pressure and, you know, rise from it or take pressure and crack. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you have a lot of people that end up cracking and then they become them crackheads. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it's crazy because you could be in high school with that person mm-hmm. and he'd be a normal person. And two years later, you see him like, and you're like, whoa, we didn't know that. So it's it's different. It's it's, it's loving too, though, because when we get together, though, <laughs> we get together. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, to have we a good gonna time. Party. Yeah, yeah we're going to have a good time and stuff. But Atlanta, it has its up and, up, ups and downs. It's like it's like anywhere else though, but it's nothing like Atlanta. Like I, I, I even now, even the new Atlanta, it's nothing like Atlanta. Yeah, the the new Atlanta be all over Twitter, man. It just make it look like like it's Paris or something. You know what I mean? And I, I just always exactly that's what I was about to say. It's I always tourist. be wondering what's you know like what's really going on. You know what I mean? Like like in the culture, Lord. Now, you know? <laughs> you feel me? Like Lord, yeah. like you don't know. Like what you see in Atlanta, it, it, it make you tease Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? You like, man, Atlanta, that ain't got, they ain't got. You do not know when they, mm-hmm. when they behind that curtain, you do not know. It's like, a whole different world. All, yeah. oh my goodness, mm-hmm. and you better know somebody. Yeah, it's interesting. You said that you know, growing up, you just kind of learn how to cope. And I'm wondering if that's where music came into your life. Most definitely, mm-hmm. uh, that Figured. that and. Uh, my dad, okay, so I came from, uh, well, me, my mom and my dad was together for a long time in their life, and then they split. Mm-hmm. And when they split, it was different. See, people have their their stories, right? And some people don't have any parents at all. That's correct. So they develop that shell early, but when you have parents and they split, it's 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 hard to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's real hard because you go from a, a certain structure to, None at all. Now they, yeah. now they, 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 they trying to figure out what's going on. I can imagine. But yeah, but uh, can you revisit the question for me again? I'm sorry. So when when you were coping with growing up on the west side, was that where music was introduced to you, or where you stepped into music? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's mostly how I coped was to write my feelings down. But my father, I always wanted to please him, and he listened to so much music. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, like. I I tried to play football. I was good at it, but I didn't like it because my folks would try to take your head off. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, it's a little weird out there. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, these savages out here, they, they like the bang in their head. I don't really like that too tough. Mm-hmm. So when I realized that I wasn't going to be able to succeed in that for him, then it became music for me. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's crazy because a lot of people don't try to please their father. Well, my yeah. dad was a, always a wonderful dad. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. It, it it was easy for me to want to to listen to him and be disciplined and you feel what I'm saying because he didn't stray away from me you feel what I'm saying yeah yeah and like and was, my mother though was he supportive the whole time or like you know how did how did that go yeah he he always been supportive like but my dad he was you talking about music this music right yeah music music wise yeah. right right yeah he was always supportive but when I first was doing music. It was around the time where everybody, when music was starting to change. You know what I'm saying? So mm. at first it was like, nah, I don't want to listen to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when he had to adapt to it, just like everybody else in the world, then it was, oh, you know, this man got some real talent. You know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he he real straightforward. You know what I'm saying? So at first, I mean, I can like, imagine in the service. <laughs> heck yeah, bro! Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, real straightforward. Probably got to be like dressed to and tea and sit nice and proper. Oh, no, 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 no. See, that's a that's another thing. He always was cool. Okay. He didn't like when we was young, we was able to curse as long as it wasn't the big bombs. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't do us like that. But when he wasn't playing, he wasn't playing. Like mm-hmm. my dad literally had to. My my dad prom like he promised me if I didn't lie to him he wouldn't whoop me type stuff you know what I'm saying and that went a long way because soon as I tried it he didn't he didn't put his hands on me you feel me because I but what it but what it made me do is it made it easy for me to tell the truth all the time you see what I'm saying yeah yes which made me straightforward yeah because you you which, trusted him you, you you he earned your trust right which right. I mean I'm not a parent you know but. I mean, I can imagine that, like, that's probably a very important part of, like, you know, developing a, a strong relationship with your kids. Like, you got to earn that yeah. trust, too, even as a parent. So, um, yeah. you know, I mean, I, but, I, I think that's dope, bro. Like, I really do. Go ahead. What'd you say? The, that straightforwardness, that would, it kind of transferred to my music. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, so you tell it like it is. Oh, always. I'm going to always do that. Yeah. I'm not going to never say I did anything that I didn't do, but mm-hmm. I'm also not going to make it seem like I won't do it either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So mm-hmm. that's just where I'm at with that. Yeah. Like using music um, as a coping mecha- mechanism, like I can imagine that you probably had some, some tough times where the first thing you were thinking about doing is like, yo, I got to turn this into a record or sometimes it don't even be, I got to turn this into a record. Sometimes just be, yo, I got to get this out my mind and just write this mm-hmm. down. Um, did that you know did that kind of cement the power of music for you because i know like when i was reading over your stuff man like i know that that's something that stuck out to me like just how you mentioned you know how how you honor the power of music like right you know is that is that what that means for you being able to you know put your pain into into music yeah oh okay so power of music with with me my definition is being able to influence people to do things whenever you say Mm. or make them do things that they know they don't want to do. Mm. That's power of music. Mm. That's what get a lot of people in trouble. Tupac had the power of music. Yeah. If he got up on the stage and said to you, hey, everybody get down on their knees and say, love the Lord, everybody would have did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Wow, because that's, that's was, very true, bro. Yeah. Right, right. Because the power it. of music is now in, from him. You know, like the, his power from the music Mm-hmm. makes you believe in him more than anything. Michael Jackson, all these people. Mm-hmm. These people worship these people because you made me go to a place that nobody else could. You made me feel myself. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So yeah. the power of music is magnificent. It makes people cry, make people jump. You know what I'm saying? Make people do the wrong thing, the right mm-hmm. thing, create babies. <laughs> you know what yeah, so yeah. At the end of the day, music I fall in love, power. all of that. Yeah. All of it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, all of it. If you look at all those old movies when when dudes were messing up, man, they was outside with their radios. <laughs> yeah, and the girl had opened up the window and he playing Key Sweat because he know what to say. You know, what ain't nothing you could do when that voice comes on. Like she <laughs> got to come to the window. She know what time exactly. it is. Exactly, exactly. Already, so I mean, <laughs> now this is interesting because this is the first time that like we've ever gone this deep into you know that term, the power of music, to the point yeah. where now. I'm looking at it like, okay, yeah, if it's power, then it's good power and it's bad power. Right. You know what right. I mean? Um, right. 
now i guess i can't ask you what side would you say you err on but uh, I'll, I'll say this knowing that you know the power of music has a potential to go you know both ways how do you deal with that I, I mean, it's got to be a gray area it's got to be a very thin line between the two how i mean how yeah. have you learned to deal with that when you write in your music okay so the truth is the truth yeah and <laughs> i have kids man and i don't sugarcoat anything to them i don't play with them i don't tell them that Santa Claus slid down that chimney. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I want you yeah. to understand that God blessed us enough to have some money to bless you. So you respect that. That's you know what I'm saying? It's major. I'm like that, not to kill dreams and stuff, but we are living in the real world. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The things I talk to you about is things I'm going through or people have gone through or will go through. And it's not just me. You get what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's all about how you take it. If I say, shut up right yeah i'll take the time and just say shut up depending on how you feel and you're gonna react to it the way you want to mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's just a word so let's say so let's say let's say i say shoot a clip mm-hmm. if you're one of those people that's always outside shooting real clips at people you feel what i'm saying that's what you're talking about yeah but if you're a person that do music videos that's what you're talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so I can't control that narrative. I won't tell nobody directly, hey, everybody, go outside and shoot that club up. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But I will say that I know somebody that will do it if you come step on the wrong toe. Because mm-hmm. that's true. That's not a lie. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's how I deal with it. I just have to tell the truth. And if you can't deal with the truth, then you don't listen to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> listen, go listen to one of the people that's in there that talking about Ice cream cake on their face and all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. Don't listen to me. It, it, it just sounds like the, you know, the term, tr- the truth will set you free. I mean, it literally, that's literally what it sounds like because it doesn't yeah. sound like you even have to really think about it because you're just honest in your music. You know, you're not necessarily worried about the good or bad, you know, because it's the truth and it, it is what it right. is. See, my question is like, was it always like that for you or have you ever struggled with that? No, I I struggled um, big time. I I didn't. I wasn't always this person. I I always was the person that wanted people to like me because of the stuff they like to do. I was Mm. like that a lot. Mm. But what made me be like that is I feel that when you when you start going through stuff in life, right, and you realize that the 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 common problem is that you keep doing this one thing, and they keep doing that to you. It got to be you. Mm-hmm. Like you got to understand that people are only going to take advantage of you if you allow them to. Yeah, and it's not just people out there in the streets, your family and all this stuff. When you go through it enough, then you start developing that shell. Like, hey, bro, opinion is an opinion. If you let that person, just think about it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm on the way to try to do something big, head for generational wealth for my family. Right? Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of people that don't like my music, agree with my music, like me, say something about me. Say something about how they feel I am, but at the end of the day, it don't matter if the person next to you listening. <laughs> you see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, facts. <laughs> facts. So, so that's just how I deal with it. It's not it's not that I was always like that. I had to keep going through not being accepted because I'm trying to be somebody I'm not. But when I be when I was who I was, this silly, you know, who I just who I am. I'm a joke like I, I joke all the time, but I'm <laughs> serious too. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. 
you gotta have that balance you gotta enjoy life man you know yeah like that's just how i am plus my grandmother raised me in my critical years mm. you know what i'm saying like my when i was going down that hill head button with my dad head button with my mom mm. and all that stuff when i was starting to say forget it i want to do what everybody else doing because these folks coming in with bags <laughs> you mm. know what i'm saying that I money will get that. you bro every time right right yeah. when i go live with my grandma i never dare to dream to disrespect my grandmother you know what i mean like, that's my grandmother yeah. you can't say shut up got my face up you ain't supposed to say it to them but you yeah. damn sure can't say it to her <laughs> you know she won't pop you without without <laughs> even like moving without them. even <laughs> not even my grandma used to man i got a best friend his name rico man and another one his name clay mm. and man she raised us you know what i mean but she would we do something wrong she would beat us down with words and none of them was negative never negative mm. never never i cried so hard so many times this is when my grandma just expressed her disappointment mm. that's that hurts the most bro disappointment bro, man like i just I, I'd like that. I still hear disappointing moments like, you know, like with my mom and like my dad. Right. Yeah, nah, bro. I, I know what you mean. <laughs> I know exactly. It's, it's just mean. the worst feeling in the world, man. Cause yeah. it's like you let somebody down it's, at the time. You, you're not thinking of that. Mm-hmm. You're never thinking of that. It's like, dang, but, you really thought more of me and I just didn't show up. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that's like, right. Exactly. That's exactly what it's like. Mm hmm. Now was so, she was she a voice that you know pulled you away when you were like going down? I won't say the wrong path, but going down the path that you you know don't want to didn't want to do for real. Was she that okay. voice that brought you out of that? Yes, for sure. Because uh, when I started living with my grandmother, well, before I was living with my grandmother, I started spelling in school, mm-hmm. and I went to live with my grandmother. By the time I Graduated, I was on the honor road. She got you but right. <laughs> she got me right, right, because the care that she showed, it's like you cannot disrespect that care. It's people who want this care. Mm. And she's showing, she's giving it to you, and she already gave it to your father. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she she don't have to. We're not obligated as, as humans to do anything for another human, and that's so sad, but it's true. And that's why people feel so bad that they get took for granted because they don't have to do it, but they're doing it to show you their love. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just that she, she just, she just put that foot down and let me know, like, look, bro, I expect this of you. I don't know going to college, but I ain't, I ain't last too long yeah. <laughs> because freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, but that was my music journey start though. I'm not going to say start, but that was, when I start realizing people would listen to me though. Now this is when you probably when you looked and said, "Okay, I could do this professionally." Is that what you mean? Right. Well, okay. I want to say professionally. Okay, so I went to Georgia Gwinnett College, right? Mm-hmm. And when I was up there, the Migos was just getting started. Mm-hmm. They was going to this club called the Mansion Escalon, uh, not too far from the school. That was the big club that I, the colleges would go to, mm-hmm. and they was going in there. So the first time they came in there, you know, they nobody wasn't really giving them no love. Yeah. When they first came in there, they was like, okay, who are these guys? I've seen a video like, or something like this. <laughs> yeah, who, who was this talking about trapping out the band, though? Yeah. But their persistence is what got them on, because every weekend, guess who was there? 
Migos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and guess who you gonna know before you you leave this? But what you gonna what song you gonna know before you leave this club? Trapping up it's the band, mm-hmm. Exactly. You could do nothing but respect that because it was just like, look, bro, y'all saying I ain't, we ain't hit, but we finna show y'all we are. Mm-hmm. And that journey right there, that I, I wouldn't say it inspired me to do music because I was doing music, but it it let me know like, bro, if you force your hand on these people, they have no choice. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody's gonna accept you. Mm-hmm. So it was it was very enlightening watching them their journey start from nothing. And the first video I ever seen them shoot, you know, I was like, ooh. Okay. <laughs> but they kept going and kept going and kept going. So I I respect them, you know. Yeah. And I've never like nobody's ever broken that down for me, like how how even the Migos, like just from the ground up. Like I seen a video of them performing at some club. And like literally nobody was moving, bro. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. But to hear that they kept coming back and I persisted. They wasn't playing. Yeah, that's fire. But that's what you gotta do. You know, that's it. Because what happens is they was in they was in the zone with themselves so much that they was just like, right. I'm gonna be back next week and you gonna hear this music the way I hear this music. <laughs> like that's just how it is. You know what I mean? It was so many people who was there. Who knew them from high school and stuff like that? That was like, man, these folks silly. They cool. They, you know, mm-hmm. just like talking, you know, talking about them on a manner of a personal level. And they was on the way on out the door. They was, mm-hmm. <laughs> we know y'all, but we don't know y'all no You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's time. So yeah, like again, like I said, I seen that journey, but that made me start, you know, thinking, hey, if you can make a crowd move, you probably can get you some money. Mm, yeah yeah and then would you say that the the biggest lesson from seeing that would you say that the biggest lesson was persistence yeah mm. for sure mm. and consistency they mm. they play that same song over and over again so you say yes <laughs> and, yeah. and guess what everybody said yes every single person said yes even I the mean, people yes. who were hating even the people who were hating had it on their playlist i don't care mm. what you say yeah, at some point you don't <laughs> have no choice. You know yeah. I had it on my playlist and I didn't like the song at first. Mm. I'm wow. I'm real. I did not like that that song, that song. After they kept coming out more, I was like, oh they got a little little flavor with it. Yeah, because then they got into their bag. They got they they found their swag and who they are, and then it just kept, you know, kept right. doing their thing for real. Um, you know, probably progression. Yeah, progression. Progression. And I just feel like that's one of the things that be letting me down with some people. I just say, you know, some mm-hmm. where they ignore the progression or ignore the even the possibility of progression. Like, you know, it just small steps to me are things to be celebrated. Now, you ain't got to throw a huge party for, for every every 10 streams you get. You right, know I mean? right, but, right. You know, if, if you had 10 the first week and then you had 100 the next week, I mean, that's progression. That's progression. Yes, you know? yeah. But again, I think that that goes full circle with getting that first step, that first step that you you introduced, really, that you talked about before. And that's really just being in your own wave. You know, what I mean, not necessarily looking for approval, just more so knowing that you that you the one like you got it. Right. You know? Right. It's, so. it's, and it's not it's not so necessarily being like the one mm-hmm. knowing that you're capable of being the one. You know, what yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It, it, Going for the number one spot is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you're just getting started, 
like you say, you got to go based off the progression of mm-hmm. yourself. You know, you, you can start at a certain place. Like I started at a certain place, and my friends, you just get real with me, bro. You you're good. You have lyrics, but your your cadence isn't there, or you not you not you you not putting it on there right. Mm-hmm. And that what made me grow. If they didn't ever say anything to me, I'd still be making the same type of music. Now, you know are all your friends like that, or were they always every last like one of them? Wow, uh, this Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> if you so got some real friends, down they, there, yeah, they go join your socks off. <laughs> I know you didn't come in here like that. Mm. Cut that off. Mm. <laughs> they like that, you know, no. Mm. you know. And then yeah. my wife, my wife, she's like that. Mm-hmm. Like if she's she sees every song I do, I I said to her before I even lay it on wax. And if she don't vibe a little bit, you good to go. You like nah, I'm taking that, kicking that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you mentioned your wife because I wanted to ask you about um, you know, we we spoke about you know, kind of how your grandmother was was uh, helping you out, and you know, I, I, you know your dad and, and your mom and stuff like that. And I wonder, you know, how has that shaped you into the family man? You know, like, like, like what's, what's family life like for you? Uh, my grandmother and grandfather been married since I've, I've been alive, at least mm. I know before then, uh, my granddad was very active too, but he was a man. When I say man, he came, he worked a couple, couple jobs. When I say couple, two, three jobs, come home. That's the name of the game. Yeah. Right. And then then knock his yard down because he was a brick mason. So he'll knock his, his yard down and create steps and <laughs> off work, straight out of work, making mm. stuff because he know my grandma liked the garden. So if a man go to work, come home and please his wife, you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All your life when you're growing up and you're watching. Because I had, I, I seen different stuff. I seen the nasty stuff outside on the street, but when it comes to like family and being raised, my family is tight knitted. You know what I'm saying? Like they they don't they don't play mm. about family. If you if you arguing with your brother, that's fine. But when you come in this house or like when you go to grandma's house, you better not be talking about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you better be smiling in this picture. Mm. When you leave, y'all handle that. But when you hear, shut up. <laughs> that's how they are. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. So that molded me. Um, I always wanted to be a family man, like. I always wanted to be a dad. I always wanted to have kids. That's dope. I always wanted to give my kids everything that I never had. Mm-hmm. I want to give them a fair shout out here. You know what I mean? Like if you give them some generational wealth and the teachings of it, so you can give them a chance. Because if we always broke, we never had a chance. Of the, the you don't know about the smallest thing. But if you got a little bread, you can pay the nearest. You know what, guy to get that answer you know what i'm saying yes yeah so you have to start you have to start and you gotta always want to help everyone man like stop being it's so much money out here it's no reason for you to be selfish Mm. no reason for you to be selfish at all like i don't i never understood it it's so much money out here yeah it's that crabs in the barrel man that's all it is you want another man hundred million when you can do the same thing yeah it's crazy. Mm. And like, as as a husband, like how how has you know your upbringing and and the things that you've seen and you know wanting to be a husband, like how has that shaped you into like like what kind of husband are you? I put it like that. Okay, I'm very zero tolerance for disrespecting my wife. That's one. Mm. Uh, but the type of husband I am, I, 
I, I, I was built off morals, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't feel the need to downgrade or or degrade my woman. I don't feel no need to make myself bigger than her. We work together like with everything, mm-hmm. and a lot of the times when I bring it. That check home, I normally just put it in her hand because she gonna put it in savings, mm. <laughs> and I'm gonna buy her some new jewelry. <laughs> <You know what I'm laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a win-win. Right, right. So yeah. sometimes that she don't want me to do it. She like, come on with it, bro, because I know you are gonna do it to me. Mm. And it's no, it's, it's like never a problem, but it's just like I, when I'm walking somewhere, if I'm in the mall, if I see something, it's just like. I see her stuff before mine because mm-hmm. she was ro- raised different. She's from Washington State, mm. the state of Washington. You know wow. what I mean? So yeah, that's, she, that's a different world. Yeah, that's a different world. She's raised totally different from where I'm raised. Mm. So it's like she's very, she's very like you know, quiet, laid back. You know what I mean? Mm. But I, I know you know you know what your woman likes and stuff like that. So as a husband, I just, I just want to please my wife, man, and. Makes make her happy, not that's, make her look that's dumb. That's fire, bro. You know what I mean? That is it's always easier said than done, though. But I mean, yeah, but so you know, far it's, it's going well. You know what I'm starting to see, bro? Like, even though it's uh, it could be tough sometimes, like that effort is. I ain't gonna say that's all that matters, but that is a very big portion. Like, just if you really love somebody, bro, like. That sets the current of the seas. So whatever you right. put in the water, even if it's tough sometimes, whatever you put in the water, it's going to go. And it's going right. to go with love. You know what I mean? So right. um, that's dope, bro. And what's really fire about that is like, you know, a lot of guys be trying to act like they good on all of that. Or like, <laughs> you know, they too cool, you know, for like, you know, to to be to be a husband or even to be a dad, you know, because it, it, you got to have a, a nice dose of humility um, to do something right. like that. So, like, um, was there ever a point in your life or, you know, career where you tried to fight that natural urge to be, you know, the family man that you are today? Uh, no. Okay, so I'll tell you, uh, maybe a, a year, I'd say about a year ago, i say a year ago today, let's just say that. Mm. I was sitting down and I was thinking, like, okay, you want to do this music, you know what kind of music, you know what atmosphere, at, atmosphere brain, you know, what kind of women is going to come around you, you know, all these things are going to be in your way, your obstacles. These are going to be your obstacles. Are you ready to put yourself out there? Because you're going to have to fight that stuff. So for two months, I'm making music and doing what I'm supposed to do, but the, those two months from that day, I was sitting there thinking like, all right, these are the obstacles over and over again. Mm. So before you put your foot in this water, understand this is what you're going to have to be good at blocking. Mm. So what I did with myself is I meditated over and over again on the situation before I even came out saying that I'm going to do this for this generational wealth. Then I went upstairs to my wife, told her I've been pondering on it for two months, told her what the problems may be when we get out here. And are you willing to take on those same problems as well? Mm. If you're not willing to take on those same problems, and I won't do it at all. And I just go out there and do this certified sportless stuff that I can do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's up to you. I don't want, it's not all about what I want, even though this is my dream, my goal. It's about how you feel about it too. So before I even put myself out there, are you okay with dealing with this stuff with me? Because we're going to go through these obstacles. Mm. 
And the answer was yes. Mm. Communication. Got to communicate. If you don't communicate, you'll never know what the other person's thinking. Mm. Even when I do videos that I have to have models at, that's going to be in inappropriate clothing. Mm. I have to say to you, this is what's going on. Are you cool with that? Mm. It's not about losing your panties. How do you do? You talking it's about losing your panties? Out of, it ain't about none of that stuff because at the end of the day, when you're out there, whether you have that thing on your finger or not, no women gonna still do the same thing. It's up to you mm. to decide if you're gonna do it or not. Yeah. You ain't lost no pain. They love them feet. They they love the one with the ring more <laughs> because they like, dang, he will settle down for one. You know what I mean? Mm. So at the end of the day, it ain't about none of that stuff. You love somebody. If you want to get married, get married. If you don't want to and you love somebody and y'all together, don't get married. It ain't about that. It ain't about that. Mm. It's about the love and finding somebody who loves you before you get out here and get somebody who's going to take everything you got. Man. Man, yeah, I don't want no parts of that, bro. Like, bro, stop. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm like mega good on that. Like, I'm, I'm like you, bro. You know, I grew up like just want to be a family man want to be you know husband and, and dad and all of that and that's just kind of been my thing but you know my my issues that you know honestly speaking like the earlier parts of my 20s it was a vision that i was trying to fight you know trying to pretend like mm-hmm. that wasn't for me because you know we try to fit in with the fellas you know trying to be cry, right? you know trying to be that that dude sometimes and um you know you end up lying to yourself in the process you know but um <laughs> A lot of times, a lot of times, bro. Um, but it's 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 very refreshing to hear you know to hear you talk about that, and even you know that you mentioned that. Uh, I think it was last week. You know, we were talking about it a little bit over email, and um, I just think that's dope, bro. And I, I really, you know, sending blessings and love to you and your family, man, and you know, just continue to lead. I appreciate your truth, bro. That's what's up, man. So let's talk some music, man. What what, what can we expect? What's coming up? Or well, let's what you, what you got on the stove right now? What you well, yeah, what you got on the stove right now? Well, I was cooking. Mm-hmm. Well, right now, I, on the 7th of my birthday, I, I got an album dropping, actually. Okay. It's called Ziggy For Real. Ziggy For and, Real, uh, yeah. Right. And a lot of people ask me, why did I come up with that name, Ziggy For Real? Like, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Why would, you, why would you say that? Because for real means so many things. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you can say Ziggy For Real and mean it so many, in so many different ways. Ziggy For Real. Is Ziggy for real? <laughs> yeah, Ziggy for real. You know what I'm saying? So, Ziggy for real. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you. Every even any time you saying it, when you do end up liking me, you got to say it almost twice. That boy Ziggy for real, for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like it's going, it's going, it's catchy. Yeah, you got to have that catchy brand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what made me come up with Ziggy for real. You know what now, I mean? But was that your name the whole time, or like Ziggy? Always been my name. Mm-hmm. But uh, I actually have a group. Me and me and my best friend, Darius. His name really, but his rap name is Clay. Uh, we actually have. We grew up in a group from the age of sixteen on to now. So we actually have music out under uh, two untitled. Or uh, if you go on, you know, Apple Music, you can t- uh, type in two untitled, and we'll pop up and. We got pretty good music, and we, we, we flow good together. But Ziggy always have been my name. But when I was doing a – when I decided to do a solo project, I needed to come up with my own identity, you know. So that's how I ended up coming up with Ziggy for real. Gotcha. Because ain't nobody got it. Yeah. 
I mean, that's that's all you, bro. For real, that's all yeah, you. Ain't nobody gonna you see what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> the, you own it. <laughs> um, so we're looking forward to the self-titled album on the seventh. Now, with self-titled albums, I feel like they're very, um, I guess, like a revelation of the artist. Like we really get to dive into who you are. Is that something that we can expect on this album? For sure, <laughs> for sure, it's really who I am. Or what I, and not even all the way into depth because we, we just getting started. So I ain't gonna tell you the whole story in the beginning, but I'm for sure gonna make you want to hear this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I like that. I like that. It's, it's it's very good. I, on the album, what I did was I showed you that versatility. I have so many different style songs. It's gonna be like, oh, that's him on that song. Mm-hmm. It's like that because I what I wanted to show you in my first album is oh, it ain't no song he can't do. He's mm-hmm. versatile. Uh, exactly. Mm. And the deluxe come probably two, three weeks after that because it was a couple of people who didn't get their features in on time. Mm-hmm. You know how I so, be. You know how I bro. be. But you, so, you, you're a good dude, so you're going to make sure you take care of it. Oh, yeah. I'm make sure they get their mm-hmm. shine, too, because it's all about, uh, you know, you, you if you help each other, you'll get there quicker, man. Yeah, without question. And, and people not, understand, not, not understanding that, like, just because I'm five don't mean you're not five. We can be five together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If we end up being five together, we can take over the city and have a lot of more, lot more money than you trying to get by yourself. Yeah. I mean, and two flames are, are brighter light anyway. You know, you put two anyway, torches together, you can light up more darkness, you know? but that's, You put you bring people, if you're from two different sides of the town and y'all come together just to make music, you, you men in rivalries and beefs yes. that, 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 that been going on for years on years on years because everybody making money. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're gonna get the bag and run off and go to to Buckhead, then yeah, for sure, people ain't gonna <laughs> like you no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that that's where I used to smile all the time. I I see, um, not to get off track, but when I see YG and Nip on the same stage mm-hmm. together and mm-hmm. videos together, and you know, sharing each other's colors. I know that sounds kind of weird, but it's just you know, no, I got what you're saying. It, it 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 was unity, and that's just more my language. So it's good. It's good to hear you say that, bro. Um, how, how many tracks we talking on the regular joint on June seventh? We got eleven on. 11. So that means, yeah. so, so what we looking for on the bonus joint or deluxe? Like 15, about 15, 16. Okay. I, I thought you were about to say 50. I was like, wow. No. <laughs> that's a, have, that's a big have, jump. I have 50 songs. But, oh, yeah. You know, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because I, I can tell, like, you know, when, when you put in stories into your music, bro, I mean, you just, you never run out of content. Never. You never do. I, I write songs in, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, I write songs, okay, let's say, like, if I want a certain person on my song and I know I'm going to pay the feature for it, I can make a song that's going to make them accept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I can make a song in that day in 30 minutes that's going to make th- them be able to, like, show their best, you know, abilities in that song. Yeah. And give you no choice because I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. Mm. So if you don't do what you're supposed to do, they're going to say you fell off <laughs> or you're going to do what you're supposed to do. And they're going to say this song is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. In, in other <laughs> words, you no show up. You better right, show up. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. choice. <laughs> when I go um, home. So do you write music for other people or is that something that you think about doing or no? Like, no, I don't write for other people. Uh, I would do it. I don't have no problem with it. They make a lot of money, too. Yeah. I do it. 
The biggest complaint that songwriters have is that, you know, you kind of get pigeonholed into like writing the songs and not necessarily performing them. So, you know, I, I don't know how, you know, how that would be navigated, but you're right. That coin is rolling when people are writing them records <laughs> for sure. Right. I, I, as a songwriter, I wouldn't even want the nigga. Like, if I could be a songwriter, I would be a songwriter to mm -hmm. avoid the fame. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't even care to be known that I wrote that song for that person. I want the money so yeah. I can go sit down. You want that generational you know wealth. Yeah. Right. So you like, really want it too. I'm going to go get it. I, I give myself like three years of scrum just going, you know, as I, as I start earning, I'm going to go scrum for three years to where my, I, <laughs> I got black uh, shades under my eyes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and after that, I'm living off features, man. I, I'm, I'm putting that money somewhere else. You're chilling. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't playing with these though. So are we are we looking forward to a single from uh the self titled album or, or what we doing? Uh okay, so I have singles out, but on this album I'm kinda in conflict with which one I want to choose because they all so nasty. <laughs> I'm not, I'm <laughs> That's a good problem to have, my brother. It's a good problem right. to have. <laughs> and I'm gonna be real with you. I'm not I'm not that type that listen to my music and, and say I'm good and be biased to myself. Mm -hmm. When when I listen to a song that's mine and it sounds like, or I, or I react to it like it's not me, that's when I know a song is great. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you in disbelief yourself, like what? This yeah, woo-hoo. I'm just yeah. saying woo-hoo and keep trying to restart it. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. when I know like, oh man, I'm saying something on this one, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then that's how you feeling about Ziggy for real. Oh yeah, for sure. I, well, like, okay. So my manager is my uncle, mm -hmm. and uh, he played pro ball overseas and all that stuff. But he did music for a little while too, overseas mm -hmm. in France. Okay. And uh, you know, he's what we call <laughs> he gonna get he gonna get on me for this one, but he's a great a hater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably gonna hear about that one, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gonna like? With it, and I'm gonna explain that. My uncle is six, seven, <laughs> two forty-five. He played pro ball in France mm -hmm. for eight plus years. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And in a man's world, you looking at him like, oh yeah, you got it all. You know, what I'm saying? you're huge. You you, you feel me? Mm -hmm. But he don't let you slide on the slightest of nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I call a hater, but he really just zero tolerance for. I guess lame stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Keep like on your he, toes. Yeah, yeah. He gonna keep me on my toes. Like if I think something hard, he gonna say that ain't hard because of that. And you be like, why? He like, cause I just think that's lame. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and that's that's it for you. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no mm -hmm. debate. The man six seven. This is a bronze size. We done with that. That conversation yeah. over with. It really ain't too much talking <laughs> that could be done at that point. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. But yeah, he 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 gonna he gonna he ain't, he gonna make sure even if it's great, if he know it could be better. He gonna he gonna hate on it and make you go and he gonna put a hate on it on purpose. Mm -hmm. So it seems like he hate on you, but it make you mad and you go in and you just go crazy and he like now 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 that's what I'm talking about. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he put purpose hate on you. Yeah. That's where you'd be like ah these haters. So I guess that's con contradicting myself when I say that I don't let nobody get to me because he can. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean you know I feel like it's a catch twenty two because the payoff is that. He's always strengthening your tough skin. Because, I mean, I feel like you said, right. you know, growing up in Atlanta, you know, it develops tough skin anyway. But yeah. 
you still like just like everything else, you still got to practice having it. You know, like if you start to weaken that tough skin, you start to let people people's words right get to you, you know. But that's your uncle, you know. So that's that's his job. That's what he do. That's what he's been doing, you know. And you know what you experience with him in the studio or wherever you know he, he's listening to the music and stuff. I, I feel like it actually helps you out, bro. It makes sense. It oh makes yeah, for sure. Like, I don't even know if it gets to you. I think it literally just brings out the best in you. I, and I think that there's two different things, you know. And granted, right. that's that's your uncle, too. So, you know, a relationship plays a good role in that. He's from Atlanta as well, right? Yeah, for sure. He went to Washington. Booker okay. T. Washington High School. Okay, okay. And, and I he, went to Frederick Douglass. He played college ball down there? He played college ball in Tennessee. He went to Tennessee Tech. Tennessee University. Tech. Okay, okay. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Well, Hopefully he hears this. What's up, Aunt? That's what's up. I don't want no oh, he gonna hear it for sure. <laughs> Heard you six seven, bro. We good to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Appreciate all your help with, with Ziggy. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm looking well, forward no to the uh, to the project though. Now you said you got some features on the bonus joint. Now, uh, are you ready to drop names or or no? Uh, I got I got uh, features on the original too. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Um. um I got, I got a feature with. We call him King Yabi. He's mm-hmm. he's on his way up. He's doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a feature with Banda Game Marco. Um, that's that 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 joint goes crazy. Mm-hmm. I got a couple more. I got a couple more. I I ain't gonna name them all, but okay. As of far as far as you know, immediate attention. Those are the two. Yeah, and, and that's something else that I appreciate about your um your bio and and your website and everything. Just the attention to, um, you know, understanding that you're part of the game and and that is other artists out there, and you kind of want to help others too. You know, lift as you climb, if you will. Um, right. Now, has that been? Has it ever been difficult for you to be able to do that? Oh my goodness! Yeah. When when. <laughs> When you got people who uh, act bougie when they're not there yet, Mm -hmm. it's very frustrating, man. It's uh, it's people like uh, let's say a DC Young Fly. Mm -hmm. If you if you if you send him a DM, he's going to respond to you. Mm, That's tight. He's not going. I ain't going to say he's going to have no whole scroll conversation with you, but he will respond. He's the most one of the most humblest people. I know yeah, he's gonna say what's up. Yeah, he's gonna say something to you. He's going to try to help you. He's gonna, he's, he's so humble, mm. you know what I'm saying? So, people like that, but then you'll run to a couple people, I ain't saying no name, but you better try to get the most out of a situation on you. Mm. And you're like, oh, man, I'm not doing that. I don't mm. care who you is, I ain't doing that. Mm. I got, I got principles. I grew up over here. We don't do that over here. <laughs> you know what I'm so yeah. if you're gonna act like that, stay over there. So that's that, that Hollywood oh, stuff. That's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, that's what yeah. I call them. I literally call them that. Like, but you on that Hollywood stuff, bro? And you gonna end up on Hollywood Road? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Like, just, just like just chill out because you don't act like that. Mm. So it, it, it's it's hard because you got people who want to be bougie, but it's a lot of people that it's a lot of down to earth people that will help you get to where you trying to go you know so it's not everybody not like that but it's a lot of people that's like that there's a lot of people who i reached out to that responded immediately that 
you know, you would never think that it'll say anything back to you. You know what I mean? So these people are not really like bougie like that, but it's yeah. a lot of people who not there yet. That's bougie. Yeah. The sad part is, um, for whatever reason, and you know what? Actually, I'm not going to say for whatever reason. I'm going to say in our generation, man, like mm -hmm. attention is is the most valuable it's ever been. And one of the, the cheapest ways to get or one of the cheapest versions of attention, if you will, is like just acting bigger than life. <laughs> like I like people right. just well, it used to be considered faking the funk, you know what I mean? But or just right. you know, pretending and faking it until you're making it. But, you know, we just take it I, to a whole nother extreme, bro. I'm going to tell you, like uh, a lot of these people who you see able to be in the mainstream and fake it like that. They a lot nine times out of people nine times out of ten out of people who you probably picked on in school or from another area that never been through those situations but seen them and you know putting that perpetration on because the people who went to the field in real life that's not putting on this persona of a gangster because I'm not saying like a lot of these people who. I don't know about all the stuff, but a lot of people from Atlanta who they say gangster really is. Trust me. Mm, mm. Like, it's not like we, we, we wouldn't even, I wouldn't sit here and lie to you. Yeah. But what I'm saying is those, I don't want to say no names because these people are big, but the people who put on that persona that didn't go through that stuff, if they are in the field for real, in like in real life, when they get out there in that field, they not here no more. Mm. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So that person ain't out there rapping to you about something that he ain't did because at the end of the day, he didn't make it because he faked the funk when the stuff was going down for real. Mm. And when you fake that funk when the stuff go down for real, you ain't, either you ain't here no more or you traumatized to where you doing something, you 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 don't turn to Jesus for real, for real, and you, <laughs> you, try to, you try to get people to follow you, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. You done made it out of a situation where you knew you should not have. Like, you can't fake that stuff out there. Not in, not in Atlanta, like, you go out there pump thing if you want to, you're gonna get that pop action. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. these yeah. these folks is not playing with you. They're not playing with you. They, we ain't gonna come after you. We're not looking for you. But at the same time, they're not gonna play with you. They're Just not. like you said, bro, the truth will set you free, man. You know, really? like it's in it's it's no way around it. You know, it's either gonna set you free or it's gonna force you to eat your words. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for real. You got to like that's the sad that part too. of that of music, bro. Like some, a lot of people don't understand it. You know, a lot of people don't get it. It started young too, man. It, it, it's yeah. so crazy. Like people always say, this generation is getting, bro. No, you can see it now because they putting it all in your face. But mm -hmm. all this stuff been happening. This is not. This is this is not new. You just it wasn't. Social media makes everything so much bigger. It's just like the news when the news first started. Everything was big because it's like, whoa, this is high speed chase for real on TV. You know mm -hmm, what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it was different. You know what I mean? You didn't see that. You just heard it on the radio box. So you 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 had to you had to create that image in your head, whether you want to or not. You had to create that image in your head. Just like in Vietnam when they was in Vietnam doing all that shooting, it didn't get stopped until they put it on TV and then everybody like, bro, bring our folk home. This is crazy. They get yeah. chopped up over there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So when you can start seeing it, it seems that people growing up fast. Now, I will say that the kids are getting smarter, quicker, and all that stuff, but I just think that's because we always put the TV in their face. Yeah, and, and the devices, too. Like, like right, but, it's right. literally an encyclopedia in, in people's hands. Right. You know, so. 
But yeah. so it's it's just crazy. It's all crazy, you know. It is, man. But you know what? I appreciate the fact that you look at that, that you face that, and you still come out being yourself, bro. Like I can't tell you how how happy that makes me, dude. Because like working in radio, bro, I see so many people come through the doors that I could just look right through them. Like, I mean, literally right, like, right. last. And I'm just like, bro, why are you pretending to be this? Like, you really could just go farther if you just be yourself. Like, I'd like, I be wanting to know, like, the real. I ain't really too hype about, you know. <laughs> persona, right? Yeah, like something that you fabricated. Like, because I know at some point you're not going to be able to keep up with that. So why no, am I gonna even not. waste my time pretending to keep up with you? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it don't work like that. So, really yeah, man. Don't. I'm man, dude. I'm I'm happy for you, man. I'm sending you good vibes going into the seventh. Um, I know the single that that uh, I think you said we wanted to um, send people to. Oh, okay. Well, I have a single that's out. It's called No Ops. It was before the project, mm-hmm. but uh, you can you can go to Apple Music and put in Ziggy for real, Z I G G I E F R space. There's a space in between. And it'll pop up automatically. It's a pretty good song. It's like when I first decided, like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and put myself out there. So mm. it's another versus song. It's, it's more of a everybody song than it is a a, a certain genre. Yeah. Did did you write that to come to grips with it, with your decision that, that you you really about to do this? Yeah, because uh, my little brother, he was sitting down, <laughs> he was sitting down on the floor. Mm-hmm. And he was playing 2K. And it's a great was, game, by the way. It is. It is <laughs> and he was playing in the uh, playground. And I do the same thing. I mm. play in the playground with my friends and stuff. And so. Yeah, I can't do it, bro. I, I don't. No, no, they ridiculous, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I don't hang. I don't hang. I ain't going to lie to you. I get yeah. mashed on. But uh, he came in the room and he was like, a, uh, old heads. I, I hate how old heads play. Mm. So. <laughs> I looked at him, and I was like, hold on, you talking about, I'm an old head? He's like, bro, you're, you're 27. Yeah, you're old head. I said, 27? He's an old head? Jesus. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So um, when he was sitting down, I was like, okay, so I'm going to write a song that right now I have to write a song for my sake that proves that I can make this 14-year-old kid bop his head. You see what I'm saying? Like, I had to. So the meaning of no ops is just like, I don't have no opposition at all because I didn't look at y'all, period. Mm. They dead to me. All my ops dead. Mm. I ain't got no ops. But then I said, I got a lot of kids. I'm pops, though. And when that is uh, doubling tundra saying that I, I do have kids, I am pop. Mm. But all these people finna start copying me in a little while. And those are gonna be my kids as well. <laughs> you see mm. what I'm saying? So I started getting into that, and that's what made me just go. Because when he heard it, he was like, oh my goodness, that's it. So from then on, <laughs> no ops. It was just all the music I was making because I don't listen to other people on purpose, man. I love little baby, man. I like listening to him because I I know where he came from. Yeah, and but it on to something big, you know what mm. I mean? I love listening I to him, but I cannot I listen to him when I'm making music mm. because I will fall in the realm that he's in. <laughs> yep. Yep. Right. I'm glad you recognize that too. That's tight. That's tight. A lot of artists don't 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 even recognize it. So when I hear no, some stuff, I'll be like, yo, you sound just like such and such. Right. And, and like, what? No, I don't. Like, yeah, you do. <laughs> that's what you don't want. I'm not saying it's wrong to sound like somebody who's doing great. 
Yeah. But you don't want nobody to say, ooh, you sound like this person because that means your identity already gone. Mm-hmm. You have to have your own sound, Mike. If most and if you can't thing. have your own, if you can't have your own sound, the best thing to do is be versatile. Mm-hmm. That means you have everybody's sound in your uh, gym. Because yeah. you, that means you can make a sound like anyone. Yeah, and with anybody. Who with the, anyone. Who got to check. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You can go where you need to go, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Um, And then, like, with the... Is there a, a link for, like, a pre-sale of the album or they're just jumping on on June the 7th? Uh, I do have a link. Literally. Maybe. As you're listening to this, just go to the description and hit the link. That's it. It'll be right there for you. Be good to go. It's worth it, man. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't like to say that about myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very big on that saying that about myself. Yeah. So anybody can think that their music is, you know, great, but... I have to go based off me not hearing myself in the music. And mm-hmm. that's when I know it's good. But when I play my music for people, or if I send it to someone, they always have, even before I decided that I wanted to do this for real, they always was like, bro, you need to stop playing. You got so much garbage out here and you're, you, we can be rich. You're tripping. Mm-hmm. And I used to always be like, yeah, but I don't want to be in these people's place, space because I don't really like people. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I, I don't Sound like me, yeah. y'all. I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah, I don't like people because every the, every chance they get, they try to prove something. Yeah, and that's for dangerous. me, that is the, very dangerous. It's very dangerous. I can't mm-hmm. like that's why I keep saying coming up in Atlanta. That it's not just your parents that mold you like this. Mm-hmm. It's the things that you're gonna get yourself into if you don't act better than we player. You know what I'm saying? And you mm-hmm. from Atlanta, you a player guy. You know we don't do all that extra. Yelling and talking and raw raw stuff. We don't mm. do that. Mm. We kicking it. We, we like to kick it. You don't want to kick it. Gone or we gonna get you gone. Gone. <laughs> you know mm. what I'm saying? Gone over there. And we just really like that. Yeah. That and, sound like my vibe, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah, bro. We kick it. We don't sound like my way. wave. I'm just gonna stay away from that bus station. I don't want to go nowhere near. Nah, there. man. <laughs> the same bus station. I came back from Baltimore, man. Yeah. And <laughs> nah, bro. I, man, I think so. So I understand what you're saying, but that's downtown too. Okay. Especially before now, like before now, it's kind of, it's it's kind of, uh, it's better now because they got the new Georgia. I mean, not Georgia, but the Mercedes-Benz Stadium and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. they're trying to protect and bring that. It's it's, it's time they they renovating a lot of stuff now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot of the hoods that I grew up in, they're almost gone. Especially on the west side, most of them are gone. You know what I mean? But you still got your little your little areas. You know what I'm saying? But in downtown, when I was growing up, was so hectic. Mm. And that's supposed to be your nice spot. But you, I done seen stuff like standing outside and dude running out of barbershop shooting. And hitting shooting him. people out the shooting barbershop. Shooting out the barbershop. Jeez, I done seen, bro. bro, I done seen people get hit by cars <laughs> because people speed racing. I done seen, man, I done seen people get stabbed in so many different occasions and I'm talking about growing up yay high hmm. it gets to the point where you thinking that that stuff is normal yeah and yeah. and what the people do not know is that Atlanta it it's, it leads the if it don't lead you the if it's not number one in the United States for unsolved and then it's number two you know hmm. what I'm saying like they still just now finding people you know what I'm saying? Like that type of stuff. Because it's really? a, country, a country state. Mm. 
So like, like you said, it's spread out and people it's literally spread out so everywhere. much space. Exactly. Wow. So you like when you're from up north, you y'all on top of each other. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's Just buildings. For, for one, it. It's so hard not to want to beat somebody up when you're always on top of somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Very aggressive. But it, yep. But it's harder to hide people. You know what I mean? Like unless they no, I seen the wire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody brings up the wire, bro. And it's funny because that's literally my favorite show, like ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just put my wife on. We just watched all the seasons like maybe yeah. a week ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, y'all found out create creative ways, but down here it's just holes and holes, and you just 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 shut up. Don't don't do. And then in the country. Now, people don't give the country its credit, too. That outside of Atlanta, the country, they don't. Uh, Savannah and uh, Macon, all that, they don't play that either. <laughs> like, they do not play that either. It, 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 it goes Athens. They have places in Athens you don't want to step your foot in. You know really? Yes. Yeah, but that's what I say. It's a hood everywhere you go. Mm. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. So if you go out there thinking, oh, I'm from Atlanta and I'm going to go to Athens and run this, no, sir, you're going to get ran back out of there. Mm, if you go quickly. to Savannah, Savannah folks don't even like Atlanta people. Mm. <laughs> How far is Savannah from Atlanta? It's a couple hours. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got family in, and I, I wonder if you know this city, because everybody, every time I say this, they're like, yo, what is that? <laughs> um, I got family from, like, Elberton, Georgia. Have you ever? Yeah, I know where I know where it's at. Okay. Yeah, how far that, is that, that from Atlanta? Because I have no clue. It's about a uh, from Atlanta. Oh, about two hours. Okay, got you, got you. Atlanta is the, the center. So, like, the only thing that's the only cities that's closer to Atlanta is like East Point. That's close. Mm-hmm. That's just, like close, going close to the south side. We call that swaps, like Southwest Atlanta, like Hamilton Road mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That that's the swaps. So we give them a pass for the west side because. We call them the SWATs. Yeah, just <laughs> but, south version of y'all. Right. But, you know, like Decatur, that's closer to Atlanta, stuff like that. But anything else, that's like hours out. Like Savannah and all that stuff, that, those, those are trips for us. Dumb far. Man. Right. Like Orange Crush, that happens. I think that happens in Savannah. That We go down there. We down there for the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we're not going back tonight. Man. Yeah, that 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 Georgia life, man. Like I, you know, I thought it's lovely about it. too, though. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I hear, I hear, you know, I hear. People, it's lovely, people enjoy man. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna have a ball as well. You just gotta be in the right places. Yeah, I ain't you, trying to get caught up, bro. That's not my thing. <laughs> no, nah, that's not mine either. I'm not, not like, I never was the guy that was out there slinging iron. I'm not gonna say that either. Yeah, I knock, I knock your jaw off your face yeah. for sure. I was one of those. You got to. But I, I'm not into taking life because I just not into it. I will if it's deemed necessary, which I yeah. hope is never. Yeah. But I ain't just been out there now. I my peoples, my folks who around me, they've been they the field guys. I, I've seen like when I was younger, I did the stuff that I almost took you like what going people houses and stuff like that. So <laughs> but uh not when I got older, I didn't. I wasn't into that slinging iron because I know that I, I want to try to be no cowboy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this ain't nothing I was trying to do. And understanding that right there is, is literally more than half the battle. Because a lot of people who 
really ain't trying to do it either, but pretending that they're trying to do it and get called up on it. And then that's right. it. They go back you know? to that. It yeah. goes back to what we said. You play the, the fake, you fake the funk in the field. Mm-hmm. And you ain't gonna, he won't know you no more. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to get caught up I, on it. You know, I'd be at the, like, like okay, so in our high school, we used to actually have a rival school named Maze mm-hmm. that we used to meet up with and fight. <laughs> Dang, like, like, just just because, like, just man, because it's time to do we're it. We're rivals. We're going to put it out there that we meeting at this field or one time we even went to the Marta train station mm-hmm. and met up and fought in the middle of the <laughs> Marta train station. Just because. But, because you're at Maze and we're at Doug. And we used to have a ball. It 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 wasn't about stumping somebody to death. It really wasn't about that type of stuff. And it seems stupid now that I'm saying it to you, but at the end of the day, it was but we still know people from Maze that we're cool with. Mm. We just hit you in the jaw yesterday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't about stabbing people up and shooting people. It was about my, my our school got the better fighters than your school. I mean, we finna prove it right now. And, Y'all probably was on fight. MySpace sending messages to each other <laughs> like, "Yo, we finna link up, y'all." Man, that all Facebook seven o'clock. We yep. in turn the field. You know what I'm saying? Everybody and you'll see crowds. Oh, there they go right there. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I'm in a bus. I played basketball at Doug. We went to Latonia. Mm-hmm. Latonia kind of nasty too. They ain't gonna play with you either. They from that's the East Side place. Mm. We went to Latonia to play basketball. We won. We beat them on their court. But before we were going to leave, our cheers was about to fight their cheerleaders. So mm. we stopped that. We got on the bus. As we were driving, you know, away from the school, getting closer to the highway, like six, seven cars pull up to the bus and start throwing rocks and eggs at the bus. Dang. Yeah. We get down, blah, blah, blah. So we like, okay, but they got to come here and play us. Mm. <laughs> right? So they came and we mauled them again. And when they got on the bus, we rocked their bus and we almost tipped the bus over. Dang. They were petrified. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I was a knucklehead at a point. You know what I'm saying? But when it got to that, you know, dope life and now that's not me. Mm. Like, like I say, I got my partners and family members that you, you better not look at them wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, they got I your back. They got your back. Exactly. So it, it, they they took that sacrifice so I don't have to be that way. But the truth of the matter is, I I will be that way. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? If you get what I'm saying. But yeah. I'm not going to be that way if it's not necessary. Especially as a family man. I feel like now you definitely. Exactly. Like, yeah, bro. Don't, don't push me to that because I'm not afraid to do it. <laughs> right. I got too much to get back to. And if you're trying to be in a way to get for me to get back into my family. I'm going to go ahead and get you up out of there, man. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do, man. Well, yeah, bro, sure. man, uh, plug your socials real quick, too, before we get out of here. All right, so my Instagram is Z-I-G-G-I-3 underscore F-R. That's Instagram. Okay. Um, And it's pretty much the same thing for everything else. For everything else. So, right. And then June 7th, Ziggy Pharrell, the album drops, and... um listen to this episode you'll be able to get a link to the single and you'll be able to uh pre-order the album as well don't go nowhere i'm coming to see you and y'all don't want no problems it's brian's world live